0: Hi, I'm Brenda, and you're listening to The Little Kingdom Warriors Podcast, where we help our kids discover God through play. Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your never-ending list of things to do, but desperately want to invest in your kids' faith life? Are you tired of the same old colouring sheets and seemingly lifeless Bible stories that you're even struggling to sound enthusiastic about? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a lover of all things creative, an ex-primary school teacher turned stay-at-home mum and follower of Jesus. Let's walk this path together and transform our kids' lives with new and exciting ways to explore the Bible and help them become God's little kingdom warriors. We might not have it all together, but with God, and maybe a strong coffee or two, we've got this. I'm Brenda Cordes and you're listening to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast. Do you feel flattered when someone calls you a perfectionist? How about if I told you that being a perfectionist is ultimately just another way that we procrastinate and end up being stuck without making any real changes because we want it to be perfect. Today, I'm going to be digging into my personal struggles with perfectionism, some simple tips I'm using to try to beat perfectionism. And lastly, some tangible ways that this translates to discipling your kids. So let's be honest. I always thought it was actually a good thing to be a perfectionist until I realized, and this has probably only been within the last couple of years, that perfectionism was one reason that I struggled to reach goals and to achieve things because I always wanted to wait until things were absolutely perfect. And this podcast was a prime example of that. If I didn't commit to a date, I wouldn't have got it off the ground. And the launch didn't go as great as I wanted it to. And I'm sure it probably wouldn't have even if I had absolutely all my ducks lined up in a row. But I realized that getting something off the ground was better than being that person who has all these great ideas that never come to fruition. Because I got stuck in this perfectionism headspace. So let's go back a few steps and think about how does this translate to discipling our kids? Well, I feel like perfectionism influences pretty much every single aspect of your life if you struggle in that area. For example, I haven't done a small world Bible play in months. I've been wanting and itching to get another video up there, but I hate to admit it, but I have been so worried about not getting it quite right for other people watching. I like to have the handouts and everything written really nicely, make sure I don't have any typos, that I have been feeling like I'm somewhat frozen in my tracks. In saying that, though, I know that there's many other ways that I have actually been discipling our kids without giving it too much thought. And I'm sure that some of the things that I mention, you are probably already doing too with your children. I think when I realised that perfectionism was becoming a problem most recently was when I was talking to my husband Danny and I was probably having a bit of a vent to him about how I was feeling like I can't get things off the ground because it doesn't feel like I've got it all together and all perfect and everything and he was saying to me, well, it doesn't need to be super fancy and complicated ideas for people's kids people just need something achievable that they can do at home and it's so easy for me to get into this headspace of overcomplicating everything and i'm sure many other perfectionists can relate you just get so stuck in all of these details that you almost paralyzed with going anywhere because you're so stuck in all of the details and to me that that really helped just to dial it right back and just think about what is the actual goal that i'm trying to achieve Um, when I'm releasing something to all of you, when I'm doing Bible play with Lily and Hugh and why am I getting so caught into trying to make it fancy and complicated when it really doesn't need to be. What I realised was that even if it doesn't look glamorous, we can start with small steps to engage our kids and it really doesn't have to be complicated. So I've come up with three tips to overcoming perfectionism, particularly with regards to discipling your kids. So, number one, you don't have to say this out loud, but sometimes it can really help just to outline the goal first to what you're going through with your kids So, or even write it down so you're not getting stuck in the details that don't matter. So, to clarify, for example, if I'm wanting to teach Lily about how God made the world, it really doesn't matter if I make all the figurines from scratch or if I just use some dodgy-looking Barbie dolls from Kmart. It doesn't really matter if I glue on each little strand of wool for Eve's hair, which is actually what I did when I was doing the um, Garden of Eden, or if I spent ages putting together an elaborate set for Lily to play with, or if I just grab grabbed some twigs and leaves and all of that from the garden and stuck them in some Play-Doh. She's really probably not going to care and she's going to have just as much fun, but the goal is still going to be the same. And she's still going to be able to learn that God made the world, even if I'm not using a complicated setup. So let's dial it right back and remember what we're doing in the first place so we're not getting lost in all of the details. Make sure that you're outlining your goal first. Keep reminding yourself of your goal so you're not getting sidetracked all of the time. That's probably one of my number one issues, getting sidetracked by all of the details. Pinterest, that's what it does, sidetracks me. Number two, remember that doing something is better than doing nothing at all. We don't have to overwhelm ourselves by spending all evening putting an elaborate setup together for our kids to make when they wake up in the morning. I know that Lily got just as much out of when we used magnetic tiles to make a Noah's Ark as she did when we made the creation garden from scratch She's still learning about the Bible and the people in the Bible and it didn't really matter if I was using ready-made magnetic tiles to construct something or if I was making something from scratch. The, the goal is still the same. She's still learning about the Bible and the characters in the Bible and getting stuck in the details just doesn't get us anywhere and it really just delays me in taking action and teaching my kids about God. But if I just start somewhere... I am making progress and it doesn't have to be perfect. Really, only God can make things that are perfect and we have to remind ourselves of, of that. We're always going to fall short and we will always fail somehow and that's okay. Because in 2 Corinthians twelve nine it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. We need to realize that we can't get it all right, so we rely on God and we realize that we need him. And if we were perfect, that wouldn't happen. Number three, my last tip is to start really, really small. Focus on just one small thing rather than trying to redo how you do, redo everything. So for example, if you are trying to um, make a difference in teaching your kids about the Bible, you want to really just focus on a small thing. So you might just start praying with your kids at night or just asking them to recount one thing that they're grateful for during the day. To illustrate this concept really well, something that I keep remembering, I can't remember where I heard it, but it was a story about someone who wasn't able to keep remembering to floss their teeth every evening and the dentist suggested to her that all she needed to do was just to floss one te- one tooth every single night and she was like well what's the point of that but the point is that it's a habit and if you start really small by the end of it she was finding that she was flossing her teeth every single night and some nights she just flossed one one tooth but after a while getting into that habit of doing it every single night she started to build up, build up this habit and this repetition and it helped her just to stay on track and if you just have this small goal, I've just got to floss this one tooth, then you'll keep going with it and the same can be said for discipling our kids. If we just have small habits that last, small little habits that last, we're going to make an impact on our kids and we won't even realise it but it will, it'll build up over time. So lastly, let's just recap what we've been going through today. So when we are trying to overcome perfectionism with regards to discipling our kids, we want to be outlining the goal first. Write it down or say it so you don't get stuck in the details that don't matter. Number two, remember that doing something is better than doing nothing at all. Number three, start really, really small. Focus on just one thing that you can change rather than trying to redo everything. All right, thank you so much for tuning in this week and I would love it if you would come and share with me in the Facebook group if you struggle with perfectionism and what you have personally done to overcome it. Have you noticed this issue affecting your parenting? I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you or made an impact on you in some way, I would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review to help other people find my show. Don't forget to click subscribe so you are the first to know when a new episode airs. Hop on over and join my free Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, which I will link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. I'll see you next time.